Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And we're back for another exciting episode. How are you guys doing? Great. Pretty good today. Yeah. Pretty good today. Something really amazing happened this week. Oh, yeah? I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Do you think I? You think you know? Um, <laughs> I think we all know, but our, our listeners don't. 50 Cent. Rapper, rapper extraordinaire. <laughs> vitamin water. Uh, mogul. Czar. Vi- vitamin water mogul. Um, candy shop. <laughs> Impresario. Magic stick. Bringer. Magic stick owner. P-I-M-P. Um, <laughs> P-I-M-P. 50 Cent finally sold his his uh, Connecticut home. Yay. Hooray Why was this cent. a big deal, you this, guys? This is a big deal because he's been trying to do it for a really long time. How long? As in like 12 years? <laughs> yeah. After As 12 years and 50. a more than $15 million price cut, the Farmington, Connecticut mega mansion of rapper and entrepreneur 50 Cent has finally sold. Whoa. Um, Eric, do you yes. remember the first time you wrote about this story or the first time that we <laughs> covered this story? Well, I remember this house. It was originally Mike Tyson's house. Oh, And 50 Cent bought it from out of, I, I believe it was bankruptcy or some sort of foreclosure proceedings. Uh, Mike Tyson originally owned this place out in Connecticut, out in the woods. And uh, 50 Cent bought it from him. And I think the first time realtor wrote about it was yeah probably 2012 13 wow you know it's been it's been years it's been a saga and i guess we're sort of excited to see it finally come to an end i mean i know we've written a number of articles about you know price cuts over the years and why hasn't it sold taking a look at it from kind of all angles but uh this week proved to be the end of the story Right. So <laughs> it's it's a 5100 excuse me, 51,000 square foot residence. Uh it's yeah. a huge place and it's under contract for 2.9 million. Um yeah. that doesn't seem like very much compared to the square right. footage and the fact that it's oh, 19 no, we, we bedrooms. Did, we did the math on this and that's it's you're getting a house for like $60 a square that's foot. That's pretty <laughs> damn I mean, good. It's like that's like Cleveland, Detroit, yeah. Buffalo. 19 bedrooms, 19 bathrooms, 16 half baths. Yeah. Uh, it has a, it has a mini casino from what I remember and it also has a stripper pole. Well, you're into club, so. Into club, yes. Um and it was originally <clears throat> on the market for 18.5 million. So yeah, it's an 84% in, discount. Yeah, in, 2007. Yeah. We got a quote from Dolly Lens this week uh and she said it was priced too out of whack. And I think the other part of the issue, if I remember our articles or past reporting correctly, is that it's kind of way out there. It's not near anything. It's right. kind of in the middle of the woods in Connecticut. And the size was just too big, The too. size is too mm-hmm. much, yeah. I mean, 50,000, I think, um, did I talk to, uh, maybe I talked to Claire about that, too. The Claire wrote Claire the Gipasso, story. Claire Gipasso, our y- colleague. Right. Yeah, our colleague that wrote the story. I think she said that, yeah, Dolly had told her that, um, nobody factors in the, the heating, the cooling, the, mm-hmm. you know, just the overall maintenance of 50,000 square feet. This is like a warehouse, basically. Yeah, apparently he was reportedly spending $70,000 a month on utility bills. The best part about the story, I think, I think, yes. is that uh, all of the proceeds, 100%, are going to 50 Cent's charity, the G-Unity Foundation. 
what was what's the name of the charity again? The G Unity Foundation. And what do they do? It's an after-school program for C-grade students in, uh, yeah, it's an after-school program for C-grades. What are C-grade students? Yeah, what if you have Ds? Are you just lost? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I like it. It's kind of like, the, it reminds me of like Zoolander, <laughs> the kids who don't read so good. Read good. Yeah. <laughs> I, that detail so had questions. eluded me. I, I wasn't, does G-Unity Foundation have a website? We need to look up the G-Unity Foundation. I'm going to look it up right now. I am too. They don't have a website? Yeah, they do. They have a Wikipedia. No, they yeah, don't. Yeah, G-Unity Foundation. Oh, there it is. I see, I see it. I see it. Dot org. Oh, website under maintenance. Oh. <laughs> no information oh, is available no. for this page. Our website is currently undergoing scheduled maintenance. Maybe oh. maybe this money from G-Unit, from 50 Cent, is going to go toward the website creation. <laughs> to live, live hard or die trying. Get rich get or die trying. Get rid- <laughs> Live hard or what? <laughs> Live hard or die trying. What? I think you would. I think. I mean, that actually makes some a weird amount of sense. Oh. That's, that's, some uh, that's what logic. I always strive to do. Just make a weird amount of sense. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Fifty Cent's home is gone from the market, but it will not be forgotten. One house that will also never be forgotten, at least in the eyes of fans, is the Full House House. Uh, do you, you guys remember the Full House House, right? Everywhere you look. Beautiful. Da, 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 da. I can't remember the words. It's a Victorian home, classic San Francisco architecture. Um, and the iconic Full House House is going on the market next month, which is very exciting for fans. Um, someone hoping to snag a piece of 90s iconography if they have a couple million laying around the actual outside facade of the full house house is um was used on the show it was used in the intro um it's or the opening credits and a price has yet to be determined so we don't know but we will know and i'm sure we'll write about it i will say i'm not sure i could pick it out of lineup because if you are a full house fan or have ever watched the show you know that Um, It was famous for having kind of like a light blue gray paint Mm -hmm. and then a fire red front door. Mm -hmm. And they have since, and I don't know what year this happened, but they've since uh, repainted it. It's now like purple with a green door. So I, you guys know, I was like, which house is this again? (laughs) I had trouble spotting it in the photo that we had. So, well, the interesting thing about it was that it sold in uh, 2016 to the creator and executive producer of the show, Jeff Franklin. So, you know, it's not very often that someone so connected to the show actually buys the house. So when Jeff Franklin bought the home, his original idea or something that he had told the press was that he wanted to restore it and fix it up and, you know, really bring back the nostalgia and maybe even host like sleepovers and like bring the cast in and like, you know, do this whole like full house themed like to take the SAT fan nostalgia like fantasy and um that never happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but am i right that he did restore the inside to look like the inside of the show because initially it was just the exterior that was featured in the show and the show was shot on a soundstage in any event it is yeah franklin applied to the local planning department in 2017 to renovate the inside of the home to match what it looks like on set neighbors complained this would make the house even more of a tourist attraction his so his permit was revoked got Mm -hmm. it so he Which goes into your point. He did not make it 
he did not get his permit was, was revoked, so he did not. Correct. Okay. Because okay. it would just be throngs of people. Right. Like knocking on the door. Or already to... flocking there to take selfies. Right. Right. And yeah. the house. That has to be a big problem for, and that's something that the owners, that the eventual owners will have to take into account is the foot traffic and the fans. I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. Would you be oh, upset And also with there's so little space between houses, houses here. Right. Um, yeah. So it's not. Every picture of this house features pictures of the houses around it. So your house would also be in the public eye if you're a neighbor. Would you buy it? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Because why? Because Because why? I I wouldn't want to deal with the the people taking selfies. The hoopla. Yeah. It's a beautiful house. Um, I love the idea of, you know, buying an old Victorian and just restoring the interior, but it's i'm not sure it bothers me that much you would you would buy it i don't know i don't know i i need to think about it okay keep thinking uh do you think that would this be an opportunity for uh a network like an hgtv to to score another iconic house and do absolutely a transformation? this yeah. would this would be a great opportunity for netflix who uh, who currently right. produces fuller house and i think fuller house is going off the air right I believe yeah. so, yeah. Fifth and final season, mm-hmm. I think, is coming right. up. So maybe Jeff Franklin floated this out there to kind of get people already t- thinking and talking about buying it before it even hits the market. So right. maybe a, a network or a entity that wants to have it be kind of a touristy attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, would buy it. Maybe Lance Bass wants to move to San Francisco. <laughs> what? Oh, well, Lance, you know how much he loves nostalgic ha- uh, sitcom homes. That. Yeah. What? A, what an angle, Natalie. I like that. Lance Bass owns the Full House house. Yeah, and he could do a whole makeover, just like Jeff Franklin wanted. He could uh-huh. film it. You know, he could. Right. Yeah. I mean. This HGTV Brady Bunch series has gotten so much press. So much I would, press. I would think that, that they would like to go back to the well and do the same kind of thing here. It could be the next iteration of HGTV programming or just home improvement network programming is yeah. taking these iconic homes. Because there must be more out there. Of course. Do we know how much Franklin bought this? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we bought it for $4 million in 2016. I don't- really buy the whole reason why he's selling though i want to know the real reason what did he say what's his reason for selling he just said you know since the show's ending it's time for him to move on but why buy the show i mean why buy the house in the first place if it wasn't featured in the show right Right. i mean i I think there was some sort he i think well i think he had the idea in mind of of restoring it it, you know inside and have sleepovers (laughs) and then then when those permits got denied he was like Probably all right. I'm get. I'll just make my graceful exit. I, I guess point. because you think right. it's going to use it as a money making tourism option once right. you restored it. So maybe that puts a damper on any like network or entity wanting to buy it and try and do a TV show out of it or whatever. That's true. Maybe they can't do anything with it. Yeah, because Jeff the, Franklin couldn't get the permits then. Yeah, with the the whole neighborhood issue, I don't know that. Yeah, it's a whole. This one's a sticky. Ball of wax. I've yeah. come to my determination oh, okay. about whether or not I would, would buy. Would you buy it? I would not. Okay, because? Um, because I think I was thinking about people just standing across the street taking selfies and sort of keeping a distance, and then I realized, no, you probably can't regulate that, and they're on your stoop, and they're in your yard, and you, they're right. probably throwing 
trash or cigarette butts or whatever. I mean, anytime you've got people flocking to a space, you would lose all sense of privacy or yep. um, independence. All, all good points. Yeah. Do you think that um, Lori Laughlin is going to buy it? Uh, <laughs> here we go. So did you guys hear that today uh, a new term was added to the dictionary? Well, to be specific, dictionary.com. And it's the term is death cleaning. Have you guys heard this before? I think we well, wrote about it around the time that Marie Kondo was a thing. Um, it's kind of a scary term, but yeah, it it's, sounds it's not kind of as like a morbid. As, yeah, it's not as morbid as it sounds. Well, it's a little morbid. <laughs> um, the company Dictionary.com is defining death cleaning as quote the process of cleaning and decluttering one's home so as to spare others, especially family members, from the chore of it after one's death. So you're getting a jump on it so as to prevent a lot of stress from your family. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's up? Questions here. Fire away. (laughs) So is death cleaning done prior to the death of this person? I think that's the intention or you who are going to die are trying to clean out your house to spare your loved ones. Okay. Mm. I think it could also apply to the scenario that the majority of us are in where we have to clean out our loved ones' houses after they die. After. The literal translation of the Swedish term, um, which I'm not going to try to pronounce. <laughs> I was going to say, try to pronounce that one. <laughs> Dostadning. Dostadning. That can't be right. Anyway, it's a combination of... Um, the term to die and to tidy, clean up, clean out. So it's actually a, a legitimate Swedish thing that we have kind of adopted here in America because we've got so much crap. But how is this any different from decluttering? I don't, I don't know what death cleaning has to do with... Why, why are we calling it death cleaning as opposed to just decluttering? My takeaway is that it's the intention behind it. It's not... I mean, we have so many different terms for decluttering. Kanmari, Kanmari. Is, you know, is basically essentially yeah, but nobody says I'm going to Kanmari my house. Are you they? kidding? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. yes. I, I say I'm going to declutter my house. There's no, articles where in the headline it's like, How we know you're con- we know you we know you want to Kanmari your house this weekend. So here, are that's some tips. just clickbait. I mean, you can argue that it's just branding. My takeaway. You could be correct, but my takeaway is it's the intention behind it. So it's not just decluttering. You're decluttering with the intention of... Knowing that you're going to die? Trying to spare your loved ones from having to do it after you're gone. I agree with Rachel. It is all about the intention. And okay. the, the point of it is um, it's it's showing compassion for your loved ones who you anticipate will be continuing on after you pass away. Right. Okay. So it's... I mean, I know I've gone through this here with a couple of relatives as well so it's like when they say come in the house and put your initials on something that you know you want that they're they're kind of doing death cleaning in a way yeah that could be because you're assigning value to things also ahead of time when that person is still around right Right. and that will you know by establishing this is eric's this is so-and-so's this is so-and-so's it will alleviate any confusion any animosity once they pass on and i'll help you prevent you from giving away stuff that might have value Mm -hmm. if you talk to 
your loved one about it and they say, well, this is why this is important, but this is utter crap. Mm -hmm. Okay. This woman named Margarita Magnuson was, uh, she wrote this book, the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning, how to free yourself and your family from a lifetime of clutter. Uh, she didn't invent the practice, but she may have been the first person to bring it to a global stage and kind of like evangelize Swedish Mm -hmm. death cleaning. Um, so, and, and she wrote it after, um, having to clean, her, clean out her parents, her in-laws, and her husband's possessions. Um, after so she did deaths. it afterward. Right. So she did it after, and I think that she was compelled to write this book because she's like, this was such a huge stress. So if you can jump on this before your loved ones pass away, I think it's I, – I, she wanted to spread that message to people. Okay. I guess it's really just how you interpret it. I mean, whether you do it before you die or your loved ones die yeah, or it, afterward – it looks like um, Magnuson also suggests that we all start death cleaning ASAP. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's it, we're all... <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. It, it pretty much is the same thing as decluttering, conmarrying, okay. whatever you want to call it. Um, okay. It's just that your reasoning for doing so is, is different. The intent behind it yeah. is that right. you know you're going to die. Yeah. Versus I just want to spark joy of- and right, right, right. Okay. live a better life. Yeah, it's – I mean, it can be hard to f- try to get rid of or keep your house tidy at all if, if you know that your loved one is going through something like that. Sure. So, well, yeah. and that, I, guess, I guess that's what I was getting hung up on in the beginning as well is that if you are sick and – I mean, decluttering yeah. is, not, is not at the top of your <laughs> it's list. Not, like, it's not like the high you, priority. Yeah, um, so, okay. It's just, yeah. you know, it's interesting that it's it's so ubiquitous that Dictionary.com decided to add it to their – their list of words well what a wonderfully happy note to end this on but we're not done talking about it we're not done we're not done oh what celebrity winners and losers it is time for winners and losers this is the segment at the end of the episode when we talk about the celebs who made great deals in real estate those are our winners and the celebs who may have lost some cash those are our losers uh, so let's start with our loser, as we always do. Natalie, please cue the sad trombone for Scotty Pippen. So Scotty Pippen is had a house in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and it's been on the market now for a decade. A decade. <laughs> a full Louise. 10 years. A full 10 years. So, I mean, you know, we talked earlier in the episode about 50 Cent and his house was on the market for 12 years. Scotty's not far behind. He has had his mar- house on the market for 10 years. And it's not out in the middle of nowhere like 50 Cent's 50,000 square foot mansion. This is a nice mansion right on the canals in Fort Lauderdale. Uh Priced a little too high to begin with, and Florida was still coming out of the recession. When it came on the market in 2010, it was priced at $16 million, hmm. and uh, it was just too high for the market back then, especially in Florida, which was hit even harder than the rest of the nation in yeah. terms of for the foreclosures and you know the luxury market was having a lot of gyrations. But yeah, so we talked to a couple of agents down there in the Fort Lauderdale area, uh, and they told us, you know, this house is gorgeous. There's no doubt about it. But again, it goes back to that topic that we've talked about, I think, in the past. I've talked about in articles and in videos. When a person is going to spend $9 million, $10 million, they want a house designed for them. This house was built in 2004, and it's considered old. You know, so is it Scotty Pippenified? 
It's. I mean, it's nice. It's very. I mean, it's gorgeous inside. It has a basketball court. It has a pot. It's mm. basketball court. But oh, it's a nice know, like Mediterranean. Yeah, style. I mean, it's. Yeah, but it, oh, again, it's and it's not. It's not something that 2019's buyer may want because maybe 2019's buyer wants. Oh, you know, white box with the you know big floor to ceiling windows mm-hmm. right on the water. So it's not that, and um, they've had a bit of a tough time trying to sell this darn thing, um, and. The view right now is of a canal, and uh, right now in South Florida, everybody wants like an ocean view. So mm. the agent, one of the agents we talked to said, you know, don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful canal, but a buyer with $10 million to spend is probably going to say that they can find a better view for the price. So True. one of the agents we talked to said the sweet spot in terms of pricing in the area is $1 million to $3 million. And this, this, this house sits far outside that. This is up in the $9 million range. So uh, it, like I said, it's been on the market. It, it's had a number of price cuts over the last decade. As you can imagine, it's sat on the market for a while. So it's had a number of price cuts. It's been on and off the market. He offered it as a luxury rental at one point for $40,000 a month. But nobody has nibbled on it. So and it might just be a case of being the most expensive house in the neighborhood, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's a gorgeous house. It just might not be what today's buyer is looking for. Let's move on to our winner. Who do we have as a winner? Our winner is former New England Patriots, retired New England Patriots star Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Natalie, can I ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> What would it be like to retire at 29? <laughs> I would be retired. Wow. Would you go on? No, never mind. <laughs> would, you, would you go on living? Would you go? No, I was going to ask would you if you would go cleaning? on. Would you go on the Rob Gronkowski? I can't even say his name. Would you go on the Rob Gronkowski cruise? Oh, God, no. What about the party bus? <laughs> to be trapped on a any sort of on ves- a boat. vessel with <laughs> the Gronk. Patriots fans, no. Yeah, that would be bad too. No, thank yeah. you. No offense to any of our listeners who are Patriots. No, very fans. much offense to all of you. No, we don't want to like. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to discount the Patriots part of Patriots fans out of. Uh... I can discount. I don't them. want you guys. I don't want to isolate opinions. Mine <laughs> listeners who are Patriots fans, but I just um, no, thank you. Not for me. Yeah. So uh, Gronk had a penthouse in downtown Boston. That sold rather quickly. It was on the market for just a couple of weeks, and then it sold for two point three million. I think it, it listed for two point three seven five. So, in the fact that he had to take a little bit of a price cut, it, he I guess, wasted no time. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah he, he he retired. I don't know what it was just last month, right after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Maybe a week or two after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and so now boom, yeah, listed. He's, he's out of Boston. The inside of his place looks so much like an NFL. It's a it's players. a bachelor. It is paradise. straight up bachelor pad. <laughs> In what way? So, I haven't seen the pictures. Oh, it is just it's so dark woods. It's brick, exposed brick. It's loft. A it's, lot of navy blue. Yeah, and uh, you know, his jer- jerseys hanging jerseys up on the wall. A lot of football memorabilia. But. but when you get to the deck, you would you would go on that deck oh, in a yeah. heartbeat. You would. I go. mean, I would buy the condo if I could. You you would love. That I could gir- I could girlify it up, but it yeah, just it's, it's straight pretty, up looks like it's a, pretty broed out right yeah. now. Yeah. 
Well, good on him for... Yeah, Gronk is our winner of the week, Natalie. He's our winner, and um, good on him for selling very quickly. Quickly. He's got extra money for his cruise now. <laughs> yes. So Gronk is doing a cruise? Yeah. I, I did not know this. Is it kind oh, of like yeah. the, kid, the Kid Rock? Yeah, it's like the Kid Rock cruise, but it's the Gronk cruise. Okay, I had not heard about this. Yeah. I believe you. And apparently... We're going to look up when it is now, and we're going to look at getting tickets. I think mm. it is happening. I mean, I know he I know he has a party bus. It's that, called that... Gronk's Party Ship. Gronk's uh-huh. Party Ship. Uh-huh. Wait, uh, is it? Or yeah. is this something else? This might be something else. Wait, sure. how could this be something else? Rob Gronkowski Party <laughs> Cruise. I, so this has already happened. There's an article from well, 2016. Well, maybe it was two years ago and he hasn't done it since. Uh, so, but now he's got all the time in the world to do it. More than 1,500 He said it, people quote, unquote, might have been too crazy. Stuck, stuck on Gronk's Party Cruise? Was yeah, it, we're reading the same thing. Okay, so this was like maybe a carnival cruise or something. and, and Not oh everyone on have... Gronk's party ship planned oh, to be on Gronk's oh, party ship. Oh, oh, <laughs> this sounds like the fire festival of cruise ships. Norwegian Pearl. Norwegian Pearl. So probably families booked their cruise or their vacation and was like, oh, no. It turns out the cruise consisted of about 1,600 people who didn't sign up for drinking and Ugh. debauchery, but got oh, it anyways. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> didn't think so. God. That was in 2016. Uh, no word on if Gronk is going to be pursuing um, another cruise this year, but for this week, he is our winner. Let's close it up. That is the end of our episode. Uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in once again. If you would like to read any of the stories that we discussed today, go to realtor.com slash news or go to your favorite search engine and type in realtor.com and the topic. It should come up. Uh, you can follow along on Twitter. We are at House Party Pod. You can also reach us via email. We are at podcast at realtor.com. Um, if you like the show, please rate and review. Five stars, please. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your family. That's it for this week. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.